another Victory Monday here at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus as the Cleveland Browns beat their AFC North rival Pittsburgh Steelers 13-10 on Sunday. To recap what happened in that emotional game in Cleveland, we're going to hear from two players and from head coach Stefanski today on From the Podium. First up, it was head coach Kevin Stefanski who gave us some big injury news on Rodney McLeod and recapped what he saw from the big win over the Steelers. Okay, start injury front. Uh, Anthony Walker Jr. has a hamstring injury. That'll be week to week, so we'll work through that. Rodney McLeod Jr. Uh, has a biceps injury that's going to require surgery, so that will end his season, uh, unfortunately. And uh, I think you guys know how I feel about Rodney, uh, unbelievable leader for this football team, has played really well for us. Uh, he, he's really a guy that I've gotten to know over this year. And, and Coach Schwartz had a history with Rod and a bunch of guys, uh, you know, knew Rod prior to this season. But just watching that guy work, watching him in the meeting room, on the practice field, during the games, just uh, amazing teammate. Uh, so, so that's, you know, I feel for him. He'll, he'll get fixed up and then he'll be back out here helping his teammates but uh really feel for rod in in this situation on the game you know obviously hard fought win and and it was hard and and it was hard fought i mean it was a physical it's afc north football uh so it's kind of how we expected it it would go uh wasn't always pretty um things that we can certainly clean up and we will but really really uh proud of the fight in this group um and then we'll turn our attention to Denver uh, at the end after this uh, after these meetings this morning. But with that, I'll take any questions. Uh, yeah, Kevin. Um, you know, we know that you guys went ahead and signed Joe Flacco uh, to the practice squad. So just kind of wondering what you know what you see as his role, and will DTR start for you in Denver on Sunday? Yeah, Dorian will, will start, and uh, Joe's role is to support this team uh, coming in here. You know, we were able to add a, a guy with a ton of experience. Uh, he'll be great for that room. He'll be great for this team. Hey, Kevin, how did Joe look in that workout on Friday? And just what do you think his value is? Kind of like you talked about how important that fit was. So why do you think he's a good fit? Yeah, and the workout looks good. Kept himself in good shape. Uh, yeah, fit, you know, as you know, Scott, that there's different guys have different skill sets and those type of thing. But uh, just a guy that has seen a lot, has played in different systems, uh, Feel like he can bring value to that room and then with its safety do you know if juan might be able to get back this week because obviously you're down rodney yeah we'll know more later in the week okay uh well turn into the game kevin um you only have one penalty in that game we're um yeah i mean you've been middle of the pack in penalties all year so uh, how do you attribute what happened Is yeah, that well, the crew or just more emphasis or what yeah well first of all i'd tell you the defense had zero penalties coming off a game where we had a lot. So I thought that was really well done by the coaches and players. And, and, and what we talk about when you're on offense at home, your operation should be great. You should have an elite operation. And I thought the guys were locked in from that perspective, but we talk about playing clean. We want to play clean on all three sides of the ball and clean is, is your technique clean is your hand placement clean is your assignment on, on a given play. So uh, I just felt like our, our team was playing clean throughout that game. And how important was that to keep, uh, DTR out of first and 15, second and 15, and so on, especially the offensive penalties. Uh, your only penalty was on offense. but Yeah, and uh, I don't know that we overcame it. We ha- went backwards. Yeah, it's a tough place to be, first and 15, first and 20. Uh, you can overcome them, certainly, and, and we have. 
uh, but you always want to, you know, play clean so that you give yourself a chance to move the football. Kevin, on that offensive line, obviously had two lesser experienced tackles in there. How did you see them fare uh, against the Steelers yesterday? Yeah, as you know, Cam, that's a tough matchup with their edge players that they have. And, you know, I think we had one sack in whatever it was, 40-some attempts. Uh, and that one sack was really a coverage sack. So I thought those guys did a great job. I think the guys that were involved in the protection, the chips on the edges did a nice job and then, you know, tried to play on time uh, in the pass game because that's a very, very good pass rush. Talked about Dorian as well and his his performance yesterday. But I wanted to ask you as the coach, seeing the, the, his teammates kind of come around and put their hand on his shoulders, lift him up when maybe he didn't have a, a great drive and then afterwards to support him in that final drive. What does that mean to you to see that team come together around him like that? Yeah, not surprised, Cam. That That's who these guys are. You know, they're, they're pulling for each other. They're pushing each other. They're fighting for each other. That's what we do. Yeah, Kevin, question about uh, DTR. When just, you know, went back and watched on film, um, you know, a lot of people look at the, the final numbers, but just how much better would his day have been uh, without a couple of the drop passes? And, you know, after the game, David Njoku uh, specifically had mentioned uh, himself that he felt his performance was unacceptable and he was going to hit the jugs gun and he did and, and things like that. Just what does that mean to you and and the team when, uh, you know, a player steps up and, and does take accountability when they don't have a, a great afternoon. Yeah, uh, I can confirm he hit the jugs machine because he FaceTimed me from uh, his house on the jugs machine. Uh, yeah, we have a ton of confidence in Dave. Uh, we're going to continue to throw him the ball. He comes through for us. You know, obviously, he's hard on himself. Uh, that was a pretty big 11-yard gain there at the end. Uh, so we're always going to go to Dave. And then um, I, I think you guys have five wins now, like in the last two minutes of uh, football games. Uh, you're known for having a very steady, even keel uh, personality. How much do you get the sense late in games that that uh, has rubbed off on this team? Because uh, it's easy when those you're in those tight situations as a player to get excited or lose focus and, and things like that. I just think that's. That's this football team. These guys lock in. When we have a job to do, we have great situational awareness, and, and we just focus on our job. Hey, Kevin, what do you think was the um, the biggest adjustment or whatever that that um, DTR had to make made yesterday to, to improve so much from that first game? You know, he, he played on time. He, he did his job. Uh, you know, I thought he had a really good week of practice. We talked about that uh, with you guys. I thought he prepared really well. Uh, but that's just part of this thing. Got to got to continue to do that week in and week out. And then, so what would be the next step for him to be even better than he was yesterday? I don't know. I, I think for us and, and him and our focus, Jeff, is whatever it takes to get that win. That was yes. That was what we needed to do yesterday. Got to get another one this week. Hey, Kevin. I know you touched on Rodney, obviously, but just the the overall safety depth and you know younger guys like DeAnthony Bell and Ronnie Hickman that are still here, what kind of, you know, opportunities they might have, and especially Ronnie being the undrafted rookie, how he's handled, you know, when you guys have thrown him in there in spurts so far. Yeah, we trust those guys, Ashley, that they've played for us. Uh, they've come in in big moments and, and played for us. So we'll see how it all shakes out, but uh, no different than any position. We, we trust our backups that when they get in there, they, they have their job to do. Hey, Kevin, you know, can you talk about the impact Elbow has had this season and even you know, yesterday, I think, besides the sack, he had like four tackles for loss. He's all over. And then yeah. second, 
Jordan Kunasik, you know, you said a while ago he was close and with Ray Anthony, can you talk about where he's at? Yeah, obviously he continues to rehab and then we'll see where that shakes out this week. Uh, Obo uh, played great. He was really, really good. Had the new dad strength going, I think, um, but made plays in the run game and the pass game. He, he was all over the field. Hey, Kevin, <clears throat> what, what do you hope Dorian takes from this experience of overcoming the adversity of an important game, that rough third quarter, uh, and then overcoming that, obviously, it can build his momentum, build his emotion. But what do you think he can take from that that he can apply in Denver and then just throughout the rest of the season? Uh, I think every young player or every young person, every, you know, coaches, you name it, you learn from every opportunity, whether it's uh, in game, in practice. Uh, these are all reps for us to continue to improve. Uh, I think that's what this is for him. Everything is, uh, you know, that's getting the first one under the belt and then it's on to the next one. Uh, yeah, Kevin, with um, with Deshaun going to L.A. to have his surgery and then it's my understanding that he's going to be, you know, probably out there for a while rehabbing. Can you maybe just talk about how, you know, Joe Flacco might, you know, be very helpful just in terms of, you know, just that veteran presence in the room and, and sort of a, a little bit of a mentor to DTR through some of these tough times that are about to hit? Yeah, I just think that's all of our guys, Mary Kay, uh, when it comes to being a great teammate, sharing wisdom with your teammates, uh, pushing your teammates, helping your teammates. Uh, that's kind of what we do. Obviously, Joe has a wealth of experience, uh, and I know our, our quarterbacks, myself, everybody will draw on that. Thanks, Jordan. Hey, Kevin, I thought your footwork was better on your second challenge throw. Uh, just you. a quick clarification, were, uh, were you just unsure whether or not you could challenge the safety? Yeah, there was a little yeah, conversation with the officials, I guess, uh, and uh, just the conversation wasn't clear uh, on that moment. Obviously, uh, not sure if we would have or would not have uh, gotten that one, but it is what it is. And, it's a and, and back to Flacco for a second. Um, had you guys crossed paths at any point in your career? Do you know Joe at all? Um, yeah, I, uh, go ahead, I'm sorry. I don't. We're, we're just talking about it. Uh, He's a Jersey Shore guy. I'm a Jersey Shore guy. We're like 30 blocks away from each other, but I don't think we ever bumped into each other. Um, no, but, you know, I know a lot of people who have coached Joe, uh, so we have a, a lot of mutual uh, people in this business. Okay, Kevin, not only have you won games with three different quarterbacks this year, but each of them has had a last-second field goal drive to win the game. And I don't know if it's your previous three years, those were just hard to come by. For maybe the situations weren't there as plentiful, and maybe it's just one of these years. But can you attribute anything to, to coming through those three guys coming through at, at the end? Yeah, I, I look at it as an offensive unit coming through. Uh, it's never about one person. Obviously, that quarterback is is the driver uh, in those situations, but. Uh, I just think those guys uh, understand what we're doing and as in terms of all 11 guys understand what we are doing and what we need to do. Hey, Kevin, um, it looked like DTR, maybe just the whole passing offense, was struggling in the second half until that final drive. Did you notice anything specific, and how did you think he handled it? He said he was kind of hard on himself after the pick. Yeah, you know, we obviously need to be better there in that second half, that third quarter. Uh, need to come through on a couple of those. Uh, it's, it's never one thing. There's always a couple of things that we, we can do differently, I can do differently. Uh, but 
you know, as a quarterback, you can't ride that roller coaster. You just got to stay true to it, stay true to your reads, your feet, um, and keep making great decisions. And I'm just curious, at the end when you decide to run the play and then spike it, is that just to move the ball where you want it for Dustin? or Because you could have let it run down, right? Yeah, I think every yard matters there. Uh, felt really comfortable with the amount of time left that we could do that. I think inside of 16, maybe you, you wouldn't do that, uh, but felt confident. Uh, and, and it goes back, Scott, to shared situational awareness. Our guys know the situation. They knew exactly what to do. Kevin, kind of what uh, Tony was talking about, uh, you guys have won five games with right, a game-winning score in the last two minutes. Jerome Ford talked about it after the game yesterday about how you guys emphasize those two-minute drills and practice so heavily. Has that been something that you have just kind of instilled as your philosophy, knowing the importance, or have you kind of ramped that up as this season has gone on and you've been in those situations so many times? No, we, we always do that. Uh, Cam, every week, Friday, uh, we work our two-minute drill. Uh, we do it competitively, our offense versus our defense. Uh, again, it's something we talk about on Friday morning. We watch a lot of tape together as a team about it when it comes to two-minute drives and different things that happen around the league. So I just go back to, I say it all the time to the team, shared situational awareness. It's it's not good enough for me to know the situation. I need all of us. I need our players to know. It. I need the coaches to know. It. Everybody has to understand uh, what we're doing in those situations and why we're doing them. Uh, yeah, Kevin, do you think that uh, can you get Joe Flacco up to speed in time to possibly be your number two in Denver? And will his vast experience maybe perhaps accelerate the, you know, the onboarding plan? Yeah, we're just going to continue to bring Joe along like we do all of our players. Uh, you know, it's really you look up and down our roster. There's a lot of guys that got here after training camp and, you know, after the season started. So that's what we do. He's going to meet extra with our coaches and get him up to speed. The players went next, and cornerback Greg Newsom II was up first. He talked about the impact losing Rodney McLeod Jr. for the season will have and how the secondary has been able to play so well this season. Hey, Greg. I know after the game you said that um, AWOC and Rodney are the two greatest leaders on the team. So being without Rodney for the rest of the year and AWOC for a while now, um, how do you guys deal with that and find that leadership on the field? Yeah, um, it's a great question. Um, it really starts with um, the young guys like myself in the room just observing and seeing how Rodney leads. And um, it's not going to just be one person to, you know, fill his role. It's It'll be impossible for somebody to fill his role. But, you know, as a collective group, everybody has to, you know, find a way to chip in and, and become even more vocal uh, leader and leaders and everything like that. So it's not going to be an easy task for sure, but um, I think we got the right guys in the building to, to be able to fulfill. And then after the game, I think Kenny Pickett said you guys played more zone than you'd shown earlier this season. And it kind of surprised him. Um, why do you think you did that? And could you tell that they were confused by the game plan? Oh, uh, for sure. Um yeah, honestly, I just think we we were able to get them in a in a bunch of third and longer situations, where um. So I think the D line and the linebackers are doing a great job of getting us in those third and long situations. And then obviously, um, Coach Schwartz is so good at showing stuff and then getting out of it. So um, our goal was just to try to disguise as much as we can, um, and you know, and get him off his first read. Greg, back to the injuries again. Obviously, the offense has has sustained a lot of injuries. They've dealt with this kind of thing throughout the season. Is that something that you guys as a defense can maybe take lessons from to see how that side of the ball was able to rally around those kinds of big losses like Nick Chubb, Jack Conklin, Deshaun? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it shows a resiliency, um, not just from the offense, but the team. I think uh, when you're all together as one, we kind of don't separate ourselves as offense and defense. Uh, we just find a way, and we've we've seen we lost a lot of great players uh, this season. But um, I think I think it just is a credit to what we built in the off season, um, and and it's just that brotherhood. And after the game, some of the guys said it wasn't a great game defensively. There was some explosive plays you guys wish you had back, but to be able to you know get them to punt in four plays and then the next drive go three and out and really help set the team up for that game winning field goal. What does that say about you guys as a defense that you can bounce back so quickly in a game like that? Yeah. Um, it just proves everything that, that we're just trying to to show. And that's that we're the best defense in the, in the league. Um, and, and, you know, you earn that, you earn those stripes, not in the first quarter, not in the second quarter, third quarter, you, you earn that in the fourth quarter. Um, in big moments. So I think it just shows the resiliency that we play with. Greg, you had the tweet last week just about, you know, jump off the bandwagon if you want, and uh, you'll regret it to sort of the fan base there. And I'm just curious, like, you guys obviously play with this resounding sense of belief. And, you know, no matter what, it's, it's been on display all season. You lose Nick Chubb, you lose Deshaun, you lose Jack Conk and all these guys, and you just keep finding ways to win. Like, how do we quantify something like that like when we're talking about what that means in a going into a game where it seems like you guys are overmatched in this area or that area how does that just factor into you guys being able to keep winning and how do we quantify it yeah um I just think it's it's just that next man up mentality um obviously losing Deshaun and Chubb like they're irreplaceable like Jack the guys that we we've been losing are irreplaceable but it never comes from just one person um, it's it's a collective. And I think, you know, when you lose those key guys, you know, it's it's going to be a collective of people that has to step in and, and replace that. Like losing Chubb, you know, it's not just one running back that just going to go out there and, and do what Chubb was doing. You see that we have a bunch of people that are stepping in and making plays when they need to. So, um, yeah, it's definitely tough. But, you know, we, we never just put it on the shoulders of whoever's coming in to replace them. We kind of try to help them out. And, and, and it's a team effort. You guys have a road trip coming up. How do you enter that kind of West Coast out there uh, time difference? And then how do you maybe take some of the energy that you were able to to feel from the dog pound playing at home uh, as you go on to that little stretch? Yeah, um, they always say it's so tough to, to win on the road, for sure, in the NFL. But um, I know definitely a lot of the dog pound will still be there. Uh, they always find their way there. But. Um, it's just really sticking together. You know, whoever you come go out there and travel with, those are the people that you're going to rely on. So um, it's, it's definitely harder to play on the road just because you don't have that energy from the crowd on your side. So um, it's just going to be guys out there on the field, like like me, trying to bring out some energy and just keeping the guys up the whole time. So um, it's definitely going to be more challenging for sure on the road. Uh, yeah, Greg, just wondering, um, can you maybe describe something that, that Rodney helped you guys with because he knew Jim Schwartz's defense uh, so well. How was he instrumental in helping sort of implement the Jim Schwartz way? And then I have another question after that, if you don't mind. Yeah, um, I really can't even just pick one thing. Like this, this what this defense is about um, and how we are on the field, how resilient we are, is, it starts with Rod. I mean, just coming in, 
telling us like if we want to make it like we have to do these certain things we got so much so many things like in the db room itself with you know we are, we're putting up fines and stuff like if we're late to meetings or we drop a pick at practice so um just just everything that we're about on this defense is, is Rodney McLeod so um it's definitely not just one thing I, I feel like it's the whole entire defense like he's put his he's put his stamp and on this team and on this defense for sure Thank you. Um, and then the the second question that I had is, uh, you guys are bringing Joe Flacco in, and I know you know Deshaun's going to be leaving you guys for a while to go have his surgery and rehab. So what you know what will that uh, what impact will it have on you guys to have another veteran presence, uh, not just in the quarterback room, but you know on the team? It's amazing. Um, it's only going to help us get closer to our goals. I mean, a guy that has been to Super Bowls, you know, won a Super Bowl like it's always great to have those guys in the building, especially, you know, where our aspirations are for, for the end of the season is going to be good to just get his feedback on certain things. Um, and like I said, um, it's, it's perfect that he's coming. He's coming at the right time, um, especially in this stretch that we're about to go on. Um, and, you know, so we're definitely going to use him for sure uh, to help us get there. Hey, Greg, um, without Rodney and then coach said he didn't know if Juan will be able to get back this week. Um, how do you feel about the depth at safety? Um, what have you seen out of Ronnie and Ronnie, especially this year? Yeah, we're deep everywhere. Um, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I feel like we got the not just the best defense, but the, the best secondary in the NFL. Um, and I've said it before. I, I was more so speaking on the corners just because we are the ones going down a lot. But um, that's that that room's deep. Uh, you guys seen what you've seen in preseason. Like none of that is just, you know, it's still NFL football. Uh, so we got guys like Ronnie. Um, we got guys that's on practice squad like Tanner. We got guys like D'Anthony Bell who are ready. Um, they're they're young. They're hungry. Uh, so we definitely trust them out there all the time too. Um, you know, we won't lose a step there at all. And then do you feel, I guess, as a whole unit, like do you feel the pressure every week of living up to that number one ranking that you guys have? Uh, not really. Um, I feel like it's more so – pressure we put pressure on ourselves just because we know what we're capable of but we're not even putting pressure just because we're the number one unit like uh, obviously if we just continue to do what we do and you know put those high goals for ourselves as players uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep that number one ranking so we're not really too worried about the number one ranking we just kind of put the pressure on ourselves just to go out there and perform uh, because if, if we perform at a high level uh, we'll win. We'll win football games. It was a short day at the podium, and to wrap up this victory Monday was guard Wyatt Teller, who talked about the fight he saw from DTR on Sunday and how tackle Jerron Christian has filled in so well at left tackle for Jed Wills. Hey, Wyatt, what did you, if anything, say to to Dorian in the game, and then maybe right after that final drive when he was able to get you guys down the field for that game-winning field goal? Yeah, no. After the game, I know he was emotional, and I was just, you know, I was proud of him. Um, you know. Probably something like, good job, man. Proud of you, man. You know, it's not a, at the end of the day, we all got to be able to execute. We all got to be able to do our jobs. Um, and uh, DTR did that. What does it say about him to be able to come off that first start, come in here and, and kind of hold that promise, even though it wasn't perfect all the time of uh, that night and day difference? Yeah, no, um, you know, he took care of the ball. Obviously that one turnover, which was, you know, off of a double collection and stuff like that. But, you know, he played on time. Um, he operated the offense like, 
like he'd been there before. And, you know, that's what that experience does. And obviously I wish his first start was uh, a little bit easier on him, but, um, you know, he, uh, he showed up and played really hard and, you know, he um, prepared the right way. You know, he was, he was a professional. Sorry about that, Wyatt. Um, Wyatt, can you talk about the fact that you guys have brought a veteran on board uh, in Joe Flacco and what you think that might mean to your team and to Dorian? Yeah, no, I, I think that all the, uh, all the, you know, experience, the, the vet help um, is going to be, you know, um, you know, exponential for him. You know, I, I feel like that's, that's the hardest thing. You know, when I was a young player, um, you know, I, there was a lot of, you know, growing pains when it came to, you know, how to be a pro, all this different stuff. Now I will say DTR, he gets it. He got a lot, he got it a lot earlier than I did. You know, he got, I feel like if I did a little bit better job, probably wouldn't have got traded, but you know, maybe that was political. I don't know, but um, you know, I'm also thankful for that. It brought me here, but um, you know, it's just one of those things where you got to be able to uh, you know, do your job and uh, do it at a high level. And, you know, you have guys who who've done it um, and Joe and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm excited. Thanks Jordan. Hey, Wyatt. You guys have overcome so much this year, you know, all the injuries, starting three quarterbacks, et cetera. Can you just talk about kind of the leadership that Coach Stefanski has provided and how he's kind of kept this whole thing together? Yeah, I know. There's been a lot of injuries. You know, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Um, you know, watching Nick come out of the the tunnel uh, yesterday kind of got a little emotional too. But, uh, but you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, the NFL is um, – you know, one, the turnover year to year is crazy, but also, you know, the injuries you go through every year. And, um, you know, as much as, you know, I've had the same starting five for the past, you know, you know, obviously changing centers and stuff like that, but, you know, the four core and, you know, we've all had injuries. We've all been out. We've all done, uh, you know, um, we've all had to be able to, you know, play with, guys that we haven't been able to you know spend years with so we all have to be able to handle it and it's just it's one of those things and in terms of the uh kind of the unique tackle rotation yesterday um how different was that and do you think that is that sustainable or do you think it's just kind of a one-off because of the injury situation with DeWand? yeah no I mean it's amazing to be able to go out there as a rookie and do that to uh, one of the elite pass rushers um, in the league and in history. Right. And especially right now um, to go out there and do that. But, you know, that's why we brought him in, you know, we brought him in to be able to be, uh, you know, a uh, physical uh, monster out there to where, you know, you can even grab his arm and uh, it's, it's so long that it's going to take three, you know, tries to get around. Um, but, you know, it's a, a talented front to be able to execute like that, um, even with the rotation and, you know, uh, Jaron at left tackle, it's, it's, it's special. And, it shows you how you know good coaches but also um how good the scheme is for us and you know we're in a very offensive line friendly um we did pass the ball a little bit but you know like I said Dorian was getting that ball out of his hand um and that's you know a blessing as an offensive lineman because it's not fun when you have to block for eight seconds um uh I'll promise you that even if even if you guys say we're really good it's, it's still not fun hey why when you talk about that resilience how much does Kevin's kind of even keel nature play into that and I know he's been preaching resilience all year long yeah no I think that we are a resilient team but I also think we're resilient because our defense is really good <laughs> um you know I've been on I've been on teams that you know our defense fights 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 but then it's just you know you go with three and out a handful of times and you know they start getting tired you know even the best defense can get tired and you know we we got to be able to you know turn those three and outs to you know first down just a couple first downs just to get them a little bit of breath and you know even even though we weren't playing perfect um 
you know, yesterday our defense came out and was playing, you know, lights out to hold to hold the teams to what they've been doing to to be winning on third down. I mean, sometimes it feels like we'll be like 19 play drives to go score and we'll go out and our defense will three and out. And I'm like, what? Oh, gosh, I'm already up. So, you know, it's a it's a good problem to have. Um, but, you know, we play complimentary football and that's because we have a really good defense, really good special teams and an offense that does what it needs to do. As long as we hold on to that ball um, and we execute and we perform to, to the best of our ability, um, you know, I think that, you know, the three core that we have is, is special. All right. Uh, I was going to ask about the right tackle, but I'm going to switch gears since you answered in the left tackle. Why, what is going on with Jerron Christian? He looked, is he grading out as, as well as he looks to the, to the rest of us? Yeah, no, I mean, I have no idea. Uh, Coach Callahan would be a good request if you guys want to know uh, uh, grades, because I'd like to know my, no, he tells us our grades, but usually it's like one-on-one -on -one, and that's if you're really worried about it. Um, you can kind of tell how you played throughout uh throughout meetings you know coach doesn't sugarcoat much um but jaron's been playing he's been playing hard he's been uh doing a lot of good things um you know at the end of the day you know to be able to pick up you know where he did and what he's been doing and learn the offense in that in that short amount of time it just shows you how smart um and talented jaron is um you know at the end of the day you know it's not easy learning new plays, but a lot of the league is, you know, the same stuff. You know, there's only so many six man pros and five man pros and, you know what I mean? Uh, running the ball uh, versus this front, even though it might be called something different, it's, it's basically along the same thing. So, um, you know, being able to pick all that up and um, it shows you that he's a pro. Um, and that's why, you know, with rookies, it's hard because you're, you're learning all that playbook and for, you know, vets coming in, it's a, usually a little bit easier because you you know you've learned all those jargons you know when I was a rookie I didn't even know what duo is and I if you guys know what duo is it's literally just two double teams it's not crazy you know mind-numbing stuff it's just two double teams and you know that was something I didn't even know from co from college you know so it's just you know something that um as you get into the league you start learning a lot and um you know it just shows you that he's been able to pick it up and you know that's awesome all right, and I wanted to ask you about this fact that not only have you guys won games with three quarterbacks, each of them has conducted a final field goal drive in the clutch at the end of the game. And you were on the team when I don't remember three of them in a single year for one quarterback. What's going on there? Why do you think you guys are executing so well, no matter who's that quarterback in the final minute? Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy that we are, but I'd rather score 47 points and not have to worry about a two minute drive at the end of the game to go win a, a field goal. But that, that toughness, that, you know, stick to that our team has um, and that our quarterbacks have, you know, the, the route schemes, the, the running um, of the ball, the, the no fear in coaches in play calling. And, you know, it could be third and three and we're going to go for it. Um, you know, depending on the, I think we had a four fourth and one on our 35 and coaches not afraid because he trusts our guys. Um, you know, that that's an honor one, um, but two, you know, it, it's, it's, it's special to, to be on a team that, you know, no matter what, what the score is saying in the fourth quarter that, you know, we're going to fight and we're going to fight till the end um, until they whistle until uh, they blow the whistle. So, you know, it, it, it's cool. Um, again, I would rather win by 40 points and not have to worry about all these close games that, you know, I'm about to have a heart attack on the sideline. I know you guys are too. So, um, but 
when given the, put in those situations to be able to execute the way we have, um, it says something about the the guys that we have on this team that AB has brought onto this team and that coach has coached. Anyway, I want to ask you more about Dewan Jones. Um, he, he seems so lost as a, in that rookie mini camp. So what have you done to help him grow as much as he has since he had to take over from Jack? Yeah, no, I think that uh, he's he's always been talented. There's there's no doubt. But you know, coach's technique is it's not easy. If if coach's technique was easy, then everybody would be doing it, right? But along the league, you see a million different ways to do it because you know, coach is so meticulous on his techniques and what he watches, and it's always changing. Um, so even what we were doing, I think in preseason, some stuff has changed um, as we got throughout camp and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, Dewan is, is working really hard. He's working with John DeCoster. He's working with, you know, all, all the coaches that we, you know, have uh, to be able to put the extra time in to, you know, learn the plays, learn the techniques, learn all that stuff, um, because it's not easy. You know, like I said, being being a vet, you you kind of get an idea. All right, are, you know, are you a two-hand guy, one-hand guy? Like, what what are you doing? Are you dropping your post? Are you kicking out? What, what kind of, you know, sets do you have? And when you're a rookie, you're learning all that. You know, it's a lot. But once you kind of get it, you start you know hammering the nail and you know practicing and practicing and practicing and then it becomes natural you know um Juan Castillo an old offensive line coach I had he always talked about you know when it came to his footwork or his technique it was just over and over and over and over and over again until it becomes natural and that's and you know that's the same thing with coach Callahan he just he doesn't say that he practices it um but you know he's one of those guys that uh you know we're going to go to practice and you know, it doesn't matter if it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, sometimes even on Saturdays, we're sweating out there, uh, making sure that, you know, we're, we know where to go and um, what to do. That's all for today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to From the Podium wherever you get your podcasts to find more episodes. Be sure to check out the Browns social media platforms, youtube.com slash Browns and the Cleveland Browns mobile app to get the latest news from the Browns 13 to 10 win over the Steelers in Cleveland. I'm Jake Blensick. Thanks for listening to the Browns from the Podium Podcast.